Welcome to Resources for the Road, a podcast by Next Trucking, where we try to provide fleets with tools and knowledge to help them keep the wheels turning. As our namesake suggests, we craft each episode for you and your life on the road by tapping thought leaders from companies across the globe. We deliver best practices and useful tips that accelerate growth for owner-operators and small fleets alike. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another podcast episode of Resources for the Road, brought to you by Next Trucking. I'm your host today, Gabrielle, and I'm so excited to be joined by Jacqueline McManus, who is the CEO and founder of KJ Media. And today, she's going to be joining us to talk about identifying recruiting roadblocks and their solutions through the process, more specifically through automation. So thanks so much for joining us, Jackie. Thank you, Gabby. Thank you so much for having me. Happy to be here. Absolutely. So to start off, uh, Jackie, tell us a little bit about KJ Media and your role within it. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm the CEO and founder of KJ Media. Um, We're a woman-owned business and celebrating almost 10 years in business in 2023, which we're really excited about. And I started my career as a truck driver recruiter. And that's actually where I found a passion for the trucking industry. And, you know, immediately I realized back in 2008, 2009, that there is a huge communication gap between trucking companies and drivers, and that a lot of trucking companies weren't online or using any form of automation. And so that's where KJ Media was born. And so our goal is to partner with transportation companies to help accelerate their recruitment and retention process through online and digital solutions. So there are actually two things here. One is a research arm and the other is a recruiting platform. So how do these complement each other that you're finding? And what's the value that fleets can have um, when they come work with you? Yeah, no, great question. So the biggest value we see with carriers from small to medium to even large carriers is that there's not a lot of efficiency when it comes to the recruiting process itself. And so what we do when we work with carriers, we look at the full scope and we like to think of each company and looking at their whole holistic recruitment flow. And so that comes from the direct lead to how that lead is being contacted and how quickly the lead is being contacted and what that follow-up process looks like. So when companies work with KJ on average within a three-month time period, they actually increase their efficiency by over 50% and their ability to reduce their overall cost per hire by 20 to 30%. Simultaneously, we have ability to help the recruiters get the most high intent, highly qualified leads on the phone. So they're not fishing and dealing with tons of unqualified leads, which is a big challenge in today's market. Well, the American Trucking Association actually says that there's a shortage of over 80K drivers, and that number just continues to grow. So let's first talk about how real is this number actually, and then I'm going to give you a magic wand to solve the issue. Yeah, great. I love that wand. Um, so the, the, you know, the ATA status, it is... It is real. It's there. Our clients are, are feeling it. And really the issue, if you peel it back a, a couple of layers, is that you know baby boomers are retiring. And because of COVID, a lot of drivers started looking at other industries. So not only are we losing workers because of retirement, but it's because of folks looking at other industries. Let's call it construction, 
right? Where they're looking at being home more with their family um, and having that Monday through Friday schedule. So really with COVID, it basically made the industry look at the overall driver shortage and said, what are we going to do to, as fleets, we need to get online, we need to become efficient, and we need to be able to compete with not only our internal industry, but other industries. And so realistically, the biggest thing that we do with clients is that we look at their whole recruiting campaign, but we also look at exactly who they're targeting, the gen demographics, the geographic locations of where they're targeting. And depending on the fleet size, we're also rolling out programs to target more women into the industry. Um, the Women in Trucking Association and the ATA actually just announced that only 9% of the industry is made up of women, where 47% of women are in the overall workforce. So, Gabby, we have a huge gap. Here, and you know the, the deal is is that a lot of women just don't feel safe on the job, and there's a total branding and identity issue within the trucking industry. You know, when folks think of the average truck driver, it's not relatable, and so our goal is to partner with these carriers and help you know bring the driver from maybe 18 years old when they start off at a warehouse. We nurture them, they get their CDLA at, at 21. And then from there, they have a career path with each carrier. And so that's really the goal and the overall solution. And in our minds is how can we show the overall career path and growth? Um, for example, we have several clients and you know, they're not, they may have not had a college education. They may have received their CDLA or B. And several of them are now COOs and C-suite executives for major trucking corporations. And so with that entrepreneurial spirit and showing that growth and showing that roadmap, that's where I really think we're going to be able to bridge that gap within the next couple of years. Well, you know, it's a really good goal. And I want to ask you how much the issue is actually retaining drivers versus just recruiting new ones. Yeah, that's that's really the, the biggest issue, right? We could we could throw out all the spaghetti at the wall, and you know, five five drivers can stick. Um, but you know, the average turnover rate in the industry is between seventy to ninety percent, which is extremely high. One of the highest when you put as apples and oranges to other industries. And the biggest piece that we learn um, from drivers and when our carriers do exit interviews is that the driver actually didn't have a true understanding of what the job entailed. And it's that simple. They just didn't understand what they were getting into. Um, and so what we advise a lot of carriers to do is once you target, you find your ideal driver, they go through your applicant tracking system and they're approved to work for your company, during the onboarding process, that's when you want to have an expectation review between leadership and that driver to go over exactly what the job is, what the lanes are, where they'll be driving and what to expect the company. And so by, by bringing this expectation sign-off worksheet um, carriers are reducing that turnover by you know, 20%. Maybe that driver is not interested in joining that company, but that's okay because they're, you know, within a three to four week period, they're going to end up job hopping at that point anyway. So it really makes sense for the carriers 
to make sure that the drivers understand what they're getting into and then also highlight key stories from other drivers where a lot of our customers, they have drivers that have been with them for you know, 10, 20, 35 years, and there's a reason for that. And so really you wanna show those drivers exactly what that roadmap looks like and how you can help them get to where they wanna be. Um, the biggest piece, secondly, is that not every driver wants the same you know, position. It's not really a cookie cutter approach anymore as it used to be. And so carriers now, and we're advising carriers to be really flexible with drivers. Obviously you can't change the route itself, but figure out exactly what are the core values of the drivers and what are they looking to achieve within your company? You know, maybe one out of 10 times, your, your company may not be the best fit for the driver. Our recommendation, be honest, be transparent. You know what, if you wanna get home every day and your company is an OTR, you're out for three to four weeks at a time, you really need to lean in and say, listen, this may not be the right fit for you, but check out this company, right? And so at that point, you're still leaving a good taste in the driver's mouth um, because the third, the biggest piece is that the best referrals come from drivers themselves and drivers talk. So you really want to give a good impression to the driver that, hey, if your company can't be a good fit for them, how can you help them? Because you never know who they're friends with. That could be a really ideal candidate for your team. It's so very important and shifting gears just a little bit to continue this discussion, how can a driver know that uh, he or she is going to be joining a good fleet? Maybe where are some indicators to look for? Yeah, you know, one of the biggest things right now, and I think the silver lining in COVID is that it forced many fleets to go online and adopt technology. Our biggest um, recommendation is to drivers, Google the company, it's that simple. Google the company, there are reviews through Indeed, Glassdoor, look at their social media page. Are they recognizing their current drivers? Are they engaging with their current drivers? Are they proud of their new drivers that they just onboarded? And look at their website. What do the videos say? What do the testimonials say? You know, now more than ever, um, companies are really becoming serious about nailing down their online branding presence. And those are the carriers that you want to work with because they care about the drivers and they want to have a good retention rate. Well, you know, we end up every episode by asking the guests, you know, what advice they would offer small fleets. Uh, you know, given that we've touched on both recruiting and retaining drivers, we can actually ask you for two pieces of advice. So could you go ahead and give us that, Jackie? Sure. Uh, my, my biggest piece of advice would be look at and adopt automation. Um, it can be nerve wracking and a little scary at first. And I understand that too, just bringing in software systems to my own business, right? However, the efficiency that your team is going to receive at, after it's adopted, um, it, recruiter efficiency goes up by about 50%. The increase to full application goes up to about 35 to 45% and your recruitment costs go down by 20 to 30%. So I'm a big believer as a, as a business owner, the proof is always in the numbers, right? And so for small fleets, see what you can take that's manual and how can you make that an automatic system? And again, we're not cutting out the recruiters. We're not cutting out that person-to-person -person contact. However, it is about taking those, those pieces that are manual and making it automated. And um, that's really what I would recommend to carriers is to lean in, 
look at your automation process. And if you secondly, if you have an automation process, I would truly recommend is review it, review it every six months. Um, there are a lot of clients we work with and they think everything is set up, you know, all, all dandy. But once we go through the process, some things just aren't working, right? So I'd recommend looking at that process every six months with a committee team and making sure that it checks out to what your company's standards are. And so those would be my two biggest pieces of advice. Well, excellent advice. That wraps up the conversation today. So a big thank you to you, Jackie, for joining us on today's podcast to talk about recruiting roadblocks and their solutions. It was a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Gabby. Absolutely. And as always, if you want to learn more, please visit nexttrucking.com and look for this podcast wherever it is you get your podcasts at. Thanks for watching.